Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. Check, 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 check. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, we're all good. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Wednesday morning. We are glad that you have joined us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. Want to uh, speak about our sponsors right now. Great sponsors that we have. Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. I know Joel is just waiting for this show to be over so he can go get himself some Strange Brew Coffee. Perhaps, you know, it's, it's a little chilly out there today. I don't know if I'm going to hit churn and spoon up, but, you know, the southern weather, it could warm back up any day now, and then I can go over there and get a milkshake and feel good about things. So there you go. There you go. Hot weather, cold weather, it They got matter. you fixed either way. And, of course, like I said, this holiday season coming up, it's time to do a little shopping. Go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. That'll take you right to their web page, where, their, their store page, where you can get everything you need to, you know, wake up every morning with some delicious Strange Brew coffee in your uh, pot. Our good friends over at College Corner, talking about the holiday season once again. It is uh, it is basically upon us, and you have got to start looking ahead, start looking to, you know, what are you going to do? You know you've got uh, MSU fans in the house. You know you've got MSU fans that you want to shop for. So College Corner is the place to do that. Go to collegecornerstore.com, or if you're in the Jackson area, they have two locations there to serve you, and you can get all of the great maroon and white merchandise that you want. Logo wear, baseball caps, stuff for the car, stuff for the house, whatever it is you're looking for, maroon and white, they've got you taken care of at College Corner. Advantage Business Systems knows that, hey, 2021, it's just right around the corner. It is time to start thinking about how to maintain even higher profit levels, you know, you got a chance to be big, up big profitability-wise next year because I know every business was hurting throughout all this, the quarantine and everything else. The best way to do that is to make sure that you're working with efficient and upgraded technology, and that's the way. That's what Advantage Business Systems can do for you. So give them a call today at 844-833-6245 or visit them online at absms.com and find out what they can do for you. Find out how Advantage Business Systems can help your business do business. What's up? Oh, not much. Just figured I'd come in today, sit behind the mic, <laughs> just, give the give the people the wisdom they they got to give the people what they want. <laughs> so, uh, do you think is, people? You, do you think anybody gets up out of bed on Wednesday mornings and like? Ooh, yes, rumblings today day. is Rumblings Day. Uh I don't think it's that, but I do think that when they get to the, they look at the pot. Oh, that's right, it's Rumblings Day. I think when they when they realize what's about to happen, they get excited. I don't think anybody's waking up like on Christmas morning. It's Rumblings Day. You know, Scrooge throws open the windows. Boy, what day is it? Sir, it's Rumblings Day. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's happening. Uh, and, and, you know, you and I, we're both uh, happily married men with, yeah. with children. Sure. To think there are people in this world mm-hmm. that get to ask us questions anytime they want. Yeah. But you people, 
that listen to us. Like they, you, you get like, one day a week. Like our wives ask us questions. Yeah. They just tell us. Yeah. So the kids ask us questions. <laughs> oh, do they ask us questions. A lot of questions getting asked by the kids. Today, Today's was, Dad, if you put a hot dog in a hard shell taco, is that a taco or a hot dog? That was today's question. I say it's a taco. If you put a hot dog in a hard shell taco a, shell. Is that it, a hot dog or a taco? Or a taco? It's a taco. It's a hot dog taco. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, you can have fish tacos, you can have any kind of tacos, and that's just a hot the, dog the, taco. The tor- anything in a tortilla that is not wrapped is a taco. And once you've wrapped it, you may have made a, a, a burrito, burrito or a small one be a taquito or, or you know a chimichanga, anything. But if it's if it's open, it's a taco. So it's a hot dog, like you said, fish, tofu, whatever. I will say that like a hard shell taco though. Which is it, not good. It kind of no, no. It, it does though, kind of have a hot dog bun quality. It does, but in it's that, not a bun. In that it's connected on the side, kind of thing. I, I get what you're saying. I understand, but it it, it is still a tor- it, it's still, it's a, taco. still, a, it's still I, a taco. I, I, shell. I lean your it's direction. It's a hard tortilla. There. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. All right. Well, that was interesting. So if if <laughs> my, that was a good rumblings question by your daughter. <laughs> she got the first one in. I don't think she was expecting that. Uh, all of our rumblings questions today are brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef, who have just got it going this holiday season. I saw a tweet from them earlier on uh, on Tuesday with a, a beautiful, uh, what is this, a, a beautiful chuck roast that's already seasoned up. I mean, they are really taking care of you, man. I can see, You can see the salt, pepper, the, some rosemary it looks like, which is a great on beef. I mean, they're just making it as easy for you as you can. Whatever you need for Thanksgiving, they've got you taken care of. Whole beef tenderloin, sure. Standing rib roast, delicious. Maybe you're just doing it easy. I've never. They've got Wagyu burgers right now. Burgers for Thanksgiving, I, w- I would be thankful for that. Sure, why not? Whatever it is you're looking for, they've got you taken care of at Welcome Home Beef. It really has become a one-stop shop for anybody looking to make dinner. So call them today at 662-268-8148 or visit them online. WelcomeHomeBeef.com. And one thing's for sure, no matter what you get. It just tastes good. All right, Joel. We got, we got, people got questions. We're going to have to ask some answers here. A lot of questions today, by the way. A lot of them. So let's get right into them. From, I mean, I'm going to try my best here. Chifuncte? Chifuncte? I don't know. Have you seen the Ninja Mike Leach formation on YouTube? Should we install it? Have you seen it? I have not. Let's move on. Have you I, seen it? I have not. So I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm, I'll tell you one thing. I'm for installing any offensive formation that we feel might move the football and score some points. I'm actually uh, Googling give it, give it, it Google. right this sure. second. Daniel Montgomery, if the rest of the college football season got canceled today, would Alabama claim another national championship? They'd claim it so fast it would make your head spin. Yep. There would be the 18 banner would be up. No question about that. No doubt in my mind. They've claimed, I tell you one thing, they've claimed flimsier national titles. <laughs> 41 right off the top of my head. So uh, There is a YouTube video that is the Mike Leach Ninja Formation Clinic, and it's 48 minutes long. I'm not going to click on it. Well, we that. don't have time for that. So uh, Here's a tweet Ninja Formation. Mike okay. Leach calls it Ninja. Spurrier calls it Emory and Henry. Let's see. What do we got here? What is it? Describe it. Describe what you're saying. Oh, th- this is a this isn't even a Mike Leach team. This is an NFL game. But so Mike I, Leach developed this formation. I guess. Click on images and see what it, see if it gives you like a diagram. That's good thought. Good thought. 
images. You've got, you've got my attention now, so I want to know the answer. Ah, uh, okay. It looks like you have the center, and then the entire team is to the center's left. Oh, I have seen this. Okay. I have seen them do this. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm just thinking, you know, when you've got you've got five and you can't block three, now three are going to try to block three. That seems like an even worse situation for Mississippi State. I understand it's probably designed to get a quick screen out to yeah. that guy, uh-huh. but I, I just don't – I would not install it. That's just me. Well, I mean, what's being ran now is not working, so why not try I mean, to see I, if anything I, I, else I don't disagree with that either. Bob Shearer with an excellent question. Based on the basketball seating plan, our seats, the media seats, and his seats are gone. I guess he was sitting in that first row of, of chairs there. Yeah. Are gone for 2020. Who's going to help the refs this year? Since we won't be, that's a good point. Ball gets loose. They're going to have to go into the stands. Can we get megaphones up where we are? What, what do we need megaphones for? So we can yell down and help the refs. Oh, I, I meant like just in terms of like collecting a loose ball, you know. Oh, ball. you mean just getting. I wasn't talking about actually oh, okay. giving out help. I, I thought he was wanting some instruction here given to the refs. Oh, if that's the case, then yeah. I, I never I said a lot of things under my breath. I don't think I ever said anything where they could hear out loud. <laughs> how, how many times did you and I just go, that is a terrible call? I, mean, just... I didn't think about this as we were discussing this a little bit yesterday, but Cohen Cam's going to take a hit this year at the hump. It is? I mean, where will he be sitting? He can't. He's not sitting down low. I kind of figure when you're the AD, you can go, you, you can go where you want. you want to go. Uh, another thing to remember uh, is just that uh, I'm pretty sure, even though we're going to be higher up this year, uh, it will not... The, those terrible calls will still be incredibly noticeable. Doesn't matter where you sit in the in the uh, facility, uh, you can do that. All right, got a I got a texted in question. Okay, from uh, my good friend Brooks Carr. He sent three of them. They all make fun of me. We're only going to pick one. <laughs> uh, Joel, if a lifelong friend, let's call him Nyan Relson, thought it would be funny to drop kick a bathroom stall door in on you. And you happen to be in a compromised position and it hit you directly in the head. What type of meal or food would it take for you to forgive him? Would a cheesesteak and some wings do it for you? That, that'd probably do it, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's, that's... So I wasn't alone in that then. Great. Great. <laughs> so. so that true story, I'm, I'm guessing? I've told you that story. Drop kick the, the stall door into... into... Yeah, he, he thought it was locked. It was not. The lock was busted. There you go. So I was just in there handling my business and I got hit in the head by a flying door stall. Uh, just right in the temple. Uh, yeah, didn't go well for me. Doesn't sound like it. No, no. But you did get... I still feel a twinge, if you're listening, Ryan, every now and then a little twinge in the neck. You did get cheesesteak and wings. Yeah, out yeah, yeah. Okay. And I got to sleep on... I got the pleasure of sleeping in the hotel room bed for like the next couple years. Which, depending upon the quality of the cheesesteak and wings, could lead you right back fant- to a bathroom stall. It was fantastic. So Okay. That was in Athens. The, if you're going this weekend, I, know if, I don't know how many Michigan fans are planning on going to this. But Athens is such a great town. I, I can't I can't recommend it enough. Here's a question that'll make you shiver from Brandon Johnson. How bad would 2020 be if we had Sermon as the defensive coordinator instead of Arnett with this offense? Oh, could you imagine? I mean, you would have lost literally every game like 45 to 7. Except LSU, in which case you would have lost 90 to 50. You something. would have lost, yeah, something like 63 to 55, something like that. Yeah, oof. William Taylor Ball says, Will Muschamp, it's funny how he said that, he's saying Will Muschamp, Muschamp, but it's also Will Muschamp. Will he be the only SEC coach fired this offseason? If not, who else? 
I would say that Mason is the next most likely. Is the next most likely. And then here's the deal. Malzahn still has Alabama. And uh, I would say Jeremy Pruitt is after Mason as yeah. the next most likely. Yeah, Pruitt is probably – I think he'd get another year. I, I don't think he's getting fired. Don't misunderstand me. Yeah. I'm just saying if you made me Didn't rank Tennessee them. Tennessee just like just this year get out from paying like four other coaches? Yeah, probably. I mean, they really want to do that again. Malzahn is still – I mean, if they drop a couple of games on the way out that they should, if they somehow lose to State, because yeah. they're going to lose to Alabama, I don't know who else they have left. Have they played Texas A&M already? They play Tennessee this week. Yeah, I think they still have Texas A&M, too. Have they played Auburn? I can't remember. I don't remember. So, yeah. We'll see. Um, will Freeze be allowed to coach again in the SEC? If so, that's just coming. I think, I think that's kind of... If a team wants him, I think the league will allow that now. Because, you know, the thing was, and I don't know if this was ever reported anywhere or not, but the... It has been almost spoken as fact. Nick Saban wanted Hugh Freeze to be a a quality control guy or whatever it is. I think he wanted to be offensive coordinator. Maybe offensive coordinator. Yeah. And the SEC was kind of like, uh uh. It was a little too early in the day for that, yeah. But I I believe that the SEC has kind of gotten to the point where. Yeah, that he's done his penance. Yeah. So to speak. So if if a team wants him, they're not going to. It has been five years. They're not going to stand in the way anymore. Yeah. Five years is enough time. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Will it be this coming season? I think he'll be a candidate for South Carolina for sure. Yeah, maybe even a leading candidate. Yeah. Uh, last one from William. How long is Ben Hallen at MSU? If this season goes the way I think it's going to go, the next he, he's going to get this season. I don't think MSU is in the mood to pay out buyouts in COVID years. I could be wrong. You know, it could go really bad. But do you th- don't you think that next year, if he's not like back in the NCAA tournament and the program doesn't appear to be on some solid footing, that might be it? Be in trouble, yeah. Because that's, that's, what, seven years at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can't. You can't have one NCAA tournament appearance in seven years. Doesn't it feel a little bit like uh, – I don't know, you might disagree with this. Mm-hmm. Does it feel like Ben Howland doesn't get as much credit as maybe he deserves? I mean, three straight 21 seasons – uh, he had an NCAA tournament berth and may have had back-to-back if this last year had played out. That's the thing, though. It was May. He should have had back-to-back. There were some some bad losses last season. And when you look at you got a guy in Woodard who's probably going to be a first-round pick tonight. And then you had Reggie Perry, who, regardless of where he was drafted, was the SEC Player of the Year. That should With, with what else you had around them with Carter, and that should have been an easy NCAA tournament team. And it wasn't. The fact that they were fourth in the SEC shows you that most of their non-conference losses were just unacceptable. So, I understand that, you know, the, the team had gotten better every year until last year. And I get that. And I knew where he was coming from. But by year five or six, I expected the program to be on solid footing. And here we are with one senior, a, a couple of juniors, and a, then a ton of freshmen. You know, I guess yeah, I guess you have the uh, the one sophomore. I mean, you had to, you had to go into the transfer market for two different guys. I just didn't expect this much flux. Yeah. In year six. So. It's one of those interesting cases where you can make a case both directions. Yeah, you know, you're right. You could definitely make a case to keep him, but this year is going to damage that case, I think, because you're going to probably not be in postseason contention. Or they could play above their heads. If now they play above their heads, then yeah, it's great, and no no worries. We'll see. So while they'll play the game, I hope they play the games. Yeah, Brad Haynes, 
My dad is from Ann Arbor, and he moved down here in, the, in his 20s to become a Mississippi State fan as well. He raised me to love both Michigan and State. What is the appropriate punishment I can give to him should I go ahead and place him in a nursing home? I think he should make him move back to Michigan. He should have to live in Flint and drink the dirty water. That's been rough. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's tough. It could have been worse, though. Yeah. Uh, he wants a new segment on the show, by the way, does Brad. The Dumb Mention of the Week. Some, some time to put some of these guys on blast. My head would explode if I see the guys. Ones you guys get. We, can we do that? We can if, if if one stands out, we can talk about it on the show. No question. And if basketball does get canceled, and we have to, we got to find some content. Two months, yeah. We're gonna need content. We could do a show yeah. a week. We could do a rumblings one day and just dumb mentions the next. Yeah. Uh, give he wants your top three little Debbie type snacks. Now you don't eat these things. Ah, uh, not now, but I have right. in the so past. So what were your top three in the past then? Um. Is zebra cakes a little Debbie? Yeah, oh yeah. Zebra cakes is maybe one. I love, I love zebra, zebra cakes. cakes. They are number one for me. Uh, I like the Nutty Buddy. I don't know if Nutty Buddy was little, little Debbie or if there was another way of... you know. Nutty Buddy is little Debbie. Is that little Debbie? Yeah. I knew if, if it wasn't little Debbie, then they had a Nutty Buddy equivalent. That's probably my number two. You can put those things in the fridge, too. And they're, yeah. They're really good. That and then what's number three? Um... Uh, I, I'm I'm bouncing a couple around in, in, in my head here. Always like the little, uh, I think that, I don't know if this is Little Debbie either. The Swiss roll things? Is yes, that Little Debbie? That's Little Debbie. All right, that's number three for me. All right, well, you and I aren't too far off because I've got zebra cakes and Swiss rolls on mine. And then number number three is I, I me and Nick Saban. I love an oatmeal cream pie. Those things are delicious. So, yeah, those are those are my top three. Yeah, that's uh, Good, look at that. We got together. I called the Swiss rolls e pies. Why? Because if you bite into the cream, is in the shape of oh, okay, a, a, a lowercase. I got you. I got you. Uh, let's see here. Playballer DC says, Surely Lee Weatherspoon would begin to come into his own and develop into a great running back if they would feed him. Not just handoffs, but out in space on in, in slip screens, wheel routes, and jet sweeps, don't you think? I like Weatherspoon. He's a good player. We're sort of at that point, by the way. That I, I made this point a lot last year, like, and probably the year before too. Is like, you're somewhat you have better running backs than you do receivers. Why don't you run more two back and less four wide? Does that make sense? Yeah. And Weatherspoon could be in that. In that. My my question there is though, with two guys in the backfield, I'm just trying to think. Does that kind of mess up the spacing of what you want to do out in the field a little bit? Well, but, can, but I mean, what I, you're doing out there is not a, working. You so. could bring a guy in motion and get him out. Yeah, that's right. You know, Weatherspoon, Marks, and Johnson, I think it all, they all have enough receiver like tendencies. That's what I would say. Uh, if you time travel to 2019 to tell yourself all the crazy things that's happened in 2020, is Arkansas being favored over LSU the most shocking? It's up there. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot happen this year that might be above it, but. That would certainly be in the mix. Burt Case. I hope I know it's not the real Burt Case because he's dead. Burt Case. Uh, I haven't been this apathetic for an Egg Bowl since 2008. Is that a good sign for a first-year coach? Uh, I, we discussed this yesterday. The, the last two Egg Bowls, I was absolutely convinced Mississippi State was going to lose. So they won. Now, they've, won a, they've lost a couple I thought they were going to win, obviously. But... I was convinced in 09 and convinced in uh, 16 State was going to get killed. And they won both games. So it could be a good sign. 
I, I don't think that it's safe to go into an egg bowl feeling good about it because you feel bad about it. You know? You, you get what I'm saying there? I get what you're saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, statistically, this is the trend. That's the trend we have right now. Uh, apathy is never a good thing. No, no, you're right about that. For, for much of anything. I mean, apathy and a lack of passion one way or the other, that... There's very few things in life that I think you should be apathetic about. So, yeah, I don't think that it's a good thing for Mike Leach or Mississippi State if the fan base doesn't care. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that, <laughs> for sure. All right, uh, Justin Strawn. Hindsight is always twenty twenty, but with the COVID-19 spike happening now, combined with the known possibility of a second fall wave of COVID-19, would the conferences have been wiser to move the season up to avoid the time of year when viruses spread the most instead of back to late September when they like they did? Yes. In hindsight, they should have started the season on time. Because you, you would be, this would be the second to last week. Yeah. You know? And also that would have given you, you could have said, we're going to do that. Here's a, here's a real hindsight plan. We're going to play the season as normal. We're going to start on September 3rd. The last game of the season will be, will be the November the 28th. But the SEC championship game is not until December 19th. Then you have three weeks. To make up stuff. Yeah. And you could eat, I mean, think about it in terms of, I mean, you could almost play two games in a week sometimes. You could play, like, you could do some SEC Monday night football. I don't know if they'd want to do that. but And then have the team turn around and play on Saturday. Not a huge turnaround. So, because I mean, there are teams who play on Saturday and then play on Thursday all the time. Mm-hmm. So, Commissioner Haydad over here. That's, I mean, that's Commissioner Hindsight Haydad, though. There's yeah, no, that's very true. Couldn't have thought. Um, I watched some MCU movies I hadn't seen in a while this past weekend. I forgot how insanely good Captain America: The Winter Soldier is. Is it the most underrated movie in the MCU? I don't think it's underrated at all. I think people love that movie. It's I, great. I was going to say, I, Winter Soldier is a really, really good movie. Yeah. I like all the Captain Americas. Oh, I do too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that the most underrated one? What what is an underrated movie in the MCU? Is there one? <sighs> Marvel's more your thing. I don't think I, I haven't seen every movie oh, okay. in the MCU. I haven't seen them all either. I haven't seen like I've only seen the first Thor. I've never seen the Dark World or Ragnarok. Um I didn't see either of the Ant-Man movies. Um I really like Thor. That one. Thor is for, really for any. Maybe like the first Iron Man. I don't think because you don't you don't think about how it sets into motion everything else. Really, you know that was the movie that you know because Robert Downey's coming back at that point. That's his big comeback movie. If that doesn't work, where do they go? You know. So I don't know. He's uh, per- He was so perfect. For perfect for yeah. Somehow I've managed to lose about 15 pounds as I messed up my knee. It's apparently getting to the point where some can tell because my wife asked me if I lost weight. When I told her, she became irrationally angry with me. What is something your wives have gotten irrationally angry with you about? I mean, does everything count? Is that, a, is that an option? <laughs> Emma? Um, I'm trying to think. What's a good... Do you have one? No, nothing's coming. I mean, I'm not saying that my wife does not get angry with me. Yeah. I'm... But not, this is a rational behavior. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think, is there anything that I'm just going to be like, cool your jets kind of deal. Yeah. <laughs> My wife is one of those, and I, I told her it's okay, though. It's like, but she gets mad at other people, and then she's mad at me. And I just tell her, like, look, I, I think that's if you just, want to vent, vent. But don't be mad at me while you're doing it. I, I think that's... Uh, is that a, is I think that that's just called kind of, marriage. Yeah, it might very well be. It, where, where your significant other takes out their frustrations on someone else. Yeah. On you. Yeah. Because they cannot take it out on that other 
yeah. entity. That's a good point. Uh, let's see here. Miller Time says, that's a long question, and I feel like we've already answered it. Um, how much of what's happening in Oxford right now with Kiffin is hurting our fan base's perception of Leach? Anything that happens in Oxford affects Mississippi affects State. Affects Mississippi State, and, yes. And vice versa. I mean, if Ole Miss was 0-7 right now, yeah. you wouldn't feel as bad about Mississippi yeah, State as you do Yeah, if they were 0-7 and Kiffin and Plum, Kiffin had The offense stunk. The Corral and Plumlee kept switching out and they couldn't get it together. And, yeah, nobody – people were like, well, we're better off than them. Yep. I knew Kiffin was going to suck. That's what that would be the, the the message of the day. But the fact that they are entertaining, they're scoring points, they've become a little bit of a media darling. And the underlying current is, oh gosh, they're on the rise and we're they're on collapsing. the rise and we're on the way down. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, let's see here. Caleb Garner, our old friend, wants to know what are our Creed song power rankings. Ooh. Let's do a top five Creed songs. All right. So number one for me is going to be uh, my sacrifice. My sacrifice. I love that song. Uh, with arms wide open, can we put that? No, up there? no, that's not in the top five. With arms wide open. That's, that's like the song people who hate. <laughs> you, got that, you got that on the end there. Good job. <laughs> that's the one people make fun of you for. Um, higher, higher is is on the top five. Um, what if is a fun song from the from the uh, Scream soundtrack. Um, Have you ever heard uh, things bullets by Creed? I think that's right. Never heard that song. Now you're gonna have me looking it up. At least look at me when you put a bullet. I haven't heard this song. Okay, I need to listen to it. Um, One last breath. He mentions that's a good one. Um, um, What's this life for? Nah, that's a little sad. What about a one? Yeah. One. Oh, one. Yeah, they're all good. I celebrate their whole catalog. All right, we got a bunch of questions here from Rob Hadaway. I, <laughs> I'm missing in Creed in the press box. I know I'm doing a Creedoscope. Uh, Rob Hadaway makes a he makes the first of the uh, hump capacity jokes for the day. We got a few of them. I'm not going to read it. Uh, lots of talks in the news about things being rigged and such. What's a sports outcome that comes to mind that you absolutely believe was rigged? So there, here's the difference now, because there are some sporting that, that the officials made decisions that cost, but like the Saints uh, against the Rams, right? I don't think that was rigged. I don't think that the NFL said, we're going to screw the Saints today. They just screwed the Saints. It just happened to happen. So what's one that I'm like, I'll tell you the one I, I do believe is the Patrick Ewing uh, frozen envelope lottery theory. I believe that. I believe that the Knicks were terrible. They wanted to get Patrick Ewing to the Knicks, so they froze the envelope that said that had the Knicks thing in there, so David Stern didn't grab it. I believe that 100%. <laughs> Is there one for you? Ah, uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think. Infield fly? Oh, man. No, no, because, you know... It's just, that's just, a, that's infield, just bad officiating. That, well, the infield fly, for as frustrating as that was, that didn't cost the Braves the game. It cost yeah. them an opportunity to maybe come back in the game. Yeah. And, and so, no. Uh, I don't know that... Maybe that 90, 91 World Series, you're, you're letting Kent Herbeck wrestle Ron Gann off the first base back. I'm trying to think. Now, if we're talking about boxing, you got there's probably quite a few that I would think would be rigged. I'll, I'll tell you a sport that I feel like got rigged frequently. It may still. I don't know. I don't follow it as much at all, really, now. NASCAR. Because they used to always 
have that random caution flag come out mm-hmm. oh. with like two or three laps left and, and create that last sprint to the finish kind of thing. That used to bug the mess out of me when, whenever a, a race looked like, you know, somebody had kind of pulled away and then you have that random caution flag with three, four laps to go to tighten things up there at the end. Yeah. Here's one that's for sure. Now, I wasn't alive, but I've read enough. The, the 72 Olympic basketball final where the Soviets beat, were the first team to ever beat the Americans, that was totally rigged. If you've ever read the story of it, you know what I'm talking about. If not, I suggest you make yourself familiar with it. It's a really good story. They, they did a uh, like a 25th anniversary or, or something of it uh, when I was in high school for Sports Illustrated, and they talked to all the guys. Who, the, you know, the U.S. team did not accept the silver medals. They didn't show up on the platform. And like everybody on the team was still like, no, I'd never take it. One guy actually has it in his will that none of his descendants are allowed to take that silver medal. That, that was rigged, 100%. Basically, the Russians got a do-over. They'd missed the last shot, and the refs gave them a do-over. Like, nope, we're starting over. Restart the clock. Hey, what about, like, Kentucky-Mississippi State basketball, the lane violation thing? That's a good that, – that's one. The problem with – and this is going to sound funny, but the, why would the SEC not want Mississippi State to win that yeah, game? that's true. That would put another team in the tournament. As opposed to you know, Kentucky was already in the tournament, already going to be a one seed. They didn't have any worries that year, so I don't know. Uh, Rob Hadaway, for well over a hundred days now, I've run at least three miles a day. Good for you. Saturday, I raked the yard and put up the Christmas tree, and now I can barely walk. What the hell? Welcome to aging, my friend. You never know when your body's going to say, "How ah, the hell with you today?" Joel's getting there. Oh, I'm I'm learning. Yeah. I am learning. Like I said, I, I think I tweeted this. Like there, I sleep sometimes in the in the recliner because it hurts to lay down. It hurts to lay down. Yeah, I, I uh, with my baby daughter being born back in September, it got me off my running, uh, I guess rhythm, so to speak, for a month or so. And last week, it was last Monday after we finished the show, I immediately jumped back out there and ran four miles for the first time I'd ran and month and a half or so and that tuesday morning last tuesday morning i woke up man and just hips were tight knee felt like it was swollen uh it's amazing how your body can forget mm-hmm. but once you, you, you were mentioning being sore putting up the christmas tree and all that stuff. well your body's now used to pounding the pavement every day it's not used to throwing up christmas trees <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right about that yeah you'll yeah. be sore in places you didn't know you had Two or three years after I had uh, quit playing high school baseball, I played on just a random pickup league team, and mm-hmm. and we went and uh, played a game, and I didn't feel like I did all that much. But the next day, man, yeah. I had muscles that I didn't even know I had yeah. that were sore. I believe it. And that was in my 20s. Gosh, if I played a game of any kind today, yeah. I'd be dead. would be dead. Another one from Rob. Uh, Elias is back on TV lately, and as usual, his guitar is a little out of tune, which as a guitar player drives me nuts. Do you think this is an intentional heel thing or sloppy WWE production thing? I would lean towards sloppy. Yeah, WWE. the latter. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think they thought that far into it. So. They don't think that far into anything. Yeah. Uh, last one here from Rob. My oldest turned ten today as I write this, which means ten years ago and three days ago I attended a football game in Tuscaloosa. I will never forget running into him at that game. That knowing that his wife was could have gone into labor at any second. I was like, "You came?" He's like, oh, "I'm here." Uh, what is your favorite memory for the 2010 season? That's a good season. It was a good season. Um, probably the end of it. 
the the Michigan beating that's the, a good one the crap out of Michigan yeah that's a good one I have two beating Florida where they never threw the ball in the second half yeah. what a great game and Arcedo Clark nearly nearly murdering Jeremy McGee in the Egg Bowl with that crackback block which would be totally illegal today yeah but worth worth it then which makes me think going back to a previous question asker Brad Haynes who are you rooting for that day State Michigan oh, that's a good question yeah good question all right Matt Haynes the other brother there. Good segue. Uh, rank your top five defensive backs in MSU history. Now, I did this once. I got in a lot of trouble. Number one, smooth. Yeah, I'm going to say that just so I don't have to uh, deal with them. <laughs> Call me back. Bean. Bean. Banks. Walt Harris. <sighs> the fifth one's like... Well, he says defensive backs, so we got safeties involved, yeah. too. Slay. No. 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 Only one year. Yeah. Um. Great pro, though. Um... I'm trying to think of safeties. Pegues. Pick Prather. Charles Mitchell. Uh, Nico Whitley is going to be on that list. I mean, these are just recent guys. We're not, you know, we're not looking back to like, you know, um, I'm trying to remember. Ashley Cooper, Tim Nelson. So many guys. It's 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 difficult. We're not going to go that far. What is the best cheese covered chip? Cheetos or Nacho Cheese Doritos? I'm more of a Cheetos guy Cheetos than a Doritos. Cheetos is the correct guy. answer. I agree with that. Rank the following pies at Thanksgiving dinner. So we got pie rankings here. Pecan, pumpkin. Number, number one. Pecan, pecan, number one? For me. Pecan, pumpkin, sweet potato, apple, cherry, chocolate cream. Mm. I actually may put apple pie number two behind okay. pecan. Okay. Uh, did you say chocolate? Some kind of chocolate? Chocolate cream. I'll throw that number three. Okay. Uh. I like sweet potato. I'm not a big sweet potato pie guy, okay. but, but I do like it. It's yeah. just not... So I'll put it four. Okay. I'm actually going to put pumpkin like last. And then cherry is fifth? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go... These are for my personal taste. Uh, I don't like pumpkin, sweet potato, or apple, so any number of them can be four, five, six. I would go uh, chocolate cream. That's what we'll have at my house. Uh, cherry, and then pecan. But the, it's funny. Like the top three... Any one of them I'll be totally happy with. The bottom three, I'm having something else. I don't like any one of those. All right. Uh, where are we here? Brick Dog wants to know, is Mississippi State really this bad, or are they simply trying to beat out the Jets and tanking for Trevor? <laughs> that would be something. If Trevor Lawrence was Mississippi State's quarterback this year, how how much it different it's not a whole lot does it play out? Because It's not a whole lot different because he doesn't have time to throw. He doesn't have time to throw. Okay, Justin so, Fields would be a better one because he would run. Okay, so now I'm going to turn this around on you and mm-hmm. say this. Critical may be the wrong word. Mm-hmm. You haven't been high on Will Rogers. Right. But you just said if Trevor Lawrence right. was the quarterback, but State you would wouldn't see do any some, some moments from Trevor Lawrence. So you're like, okay, he's got the arm talent. You know? It's a different thing, too. I've already seen Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. That's, it's something I'm sorry. Uh, if you could have one player on a current NFL roster to add to MSU's team, who would that who would that player be, and would their record be any different? Well, yeah, it would be. I would uh, Gardner Minshew maybe. Gardner Minshew might be the right answer, but even then, I just don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think who's the best left guard in the league right now. I mean, maybe Gabe Jackson. Tunsil? I don't know. Tunsil? Yeah, imagine Tunsil in MSU. Uh, yeah, somebody like that though, an offensive lineman for sure. If one guy was any good. Maybe the rest of them would, would elevate them a little bit. Yeah, I don't know if you... Does, yeah. does one lineman make a difference? I think so. I think so. I mean, 
if you've got one guy that you know is taking care of his guy, yeah, then you, you know, especially if it's rushed, if they're going to rush three, if you're telling me I got one guy, I know that he's going to lock that guy up. That means I can I can block two with four, and everybody can get double teamed. I might have a chance. There. Yeah. So this is this is the question of the day. A really good question from Brian CTP. Would you agree that the longevity of Leach at MSU rides on the incoming Texas freshman uh, Sawyer Robertson is special? If he looks like just another guy, I can't see him surviving 2021 without being able to sell hope and a transfer quarterback no longer moves the needle. Yes. Mike Leach's future at MSU is tied to Sawyer Robertson being a great quarterback. That, that again, goes back to assuming that Will Rogers is not your quarterback. Which I that's, that's the assumption that I'm making. Okay. But if Will Rogers is not your quarterback, then the answer is yes. Yeah, 100%. He needs Sawyer Robertson to come in and be the guy from day one. Which is interesting because he won't be here for the spring. He wants to play high school baseball. And he's really good at baseball, so yeah, I man. can't hate him for that. Yeah. God almighty, can you imagine get a Quartz-Fanberg situation there? Like he just had a monster senior year. Yeah, and, and talking to Sawyer, though, I don't get the impression that's I don't either, happen. but still. Kivas Wright wants to know, who, who among the beat riders would win in a bowling match? They say it's a fat man sport. I might be I might be the guy. Do you I, like to bowl? I, yeah, I used to could hold my own. I, I haven't bowled in three, four years, though, so I don't know that – I don't know what you guys can do, but I know that my skills, whatever they were, have regressed. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Is any, I don't know who the most recent bowler is on the beat, so – uh, Cody Goldsberry wants to know, where's the line drawn between folks who wanted to give Moorhead another year and folks who want Leach's job already? Both deserve time. However, I think Leach's offense will take dra- drastically more time than Joe's would have. I agree with that. Um, yeah, I mean, there is a gr- gr- good group of people out there who who are, are both of these people. They, they were like, we should have given Moorhead more time, and then they're, why we should fire Leach. There are also some people who were like, we should fire Joe, and then we should fire Leach. Got a little bit of everything right now. I don't know where the line is drawn, but it's there. (laughs) (laughs) Funny question here. From Whit McAnally, my wife uses Cairo syrup instead of maple syrup on her pancakes. Do you find that as weird as I do? I'm safe she doesn't listen. Yeah, it's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. I know people used to put that on on biscuits, but Cairo syrup, but not on pancakes. Yeah, I don't think I'd want that. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't either. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I would go syrupless. Yes. Well, I mean, put some Nutella on there or something. Something. I, don't know. Uh, I have never been one to leave early or quit on a team, but I am struggling to convince myself to use my remaining season tickets. How would you convince me to stick with it, no matter how painful it is? Especially when you think about those last two games, Missouri and Auburn. Yeah. I, I'll take this question through the route of my Braves fandom in that one of the reasons I'm so enjoying the Braves the last two, three years is because I'm the type of guy that watched every game that I could when they were wretched in the, in the mid 20s. I see where you're going. And so for you to appreciate and fully enjoy when state comes out of this, sit here in the cellar with them. So that, that, that would be my plea is to, be committed, even through the crap. Okay, there you go. That's 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 a good answer. Uh, let's go here to uh, Rob. Mon- oh no, go to Eli Sykes is Mississippi State D line University. 
I mean, it's it. I don't know who in the pros has a better collection of defensive linemen than State does right now. You've got three guys who are Pro Bowlers, and Cox, Jones, and Simmons is going to be one. And then the next tier down of Preston Smith and Montez Sweat and Pernell McPhee and uh, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm Danico Autry and all those guys. Yeah, yeah, a ton of guys there. So, any thoughts? I think you summed it up pretty okay, well. Very good. Uh, Rob Montgomery, if you can, this is a good question. If you could combine State and Ole Miss into two new teams, Team A has Ole Miss's offense and State's defense. Team B has State's offense and Ole Miss's defense. How badly would Team A beat Team B? I'm thinking something like 56 to 14. You're in the right place. That may be too close. It may be like 70 to 7. It would be really bad. Yeah. Really, really bad. Uh, can you imagine Arnett like actually scheming against this defense? Against this offense, I mean. I mean, they'd have like 12 sacks. Uh, Man, that would be. The Allegheny Boys Tennis Program wants to know, if Will Rogers struggles Saturday, would it be appropriate for Coach Leach to put in walk-on quarterback Justin Stolberg in the game <laughs> to dominate Georgia where his distant cousin Bill Goldberg plays? Stolberg. What a great Stolberg. story that would be. Imagine him on the jump. Hey, Ole Miss, you're next. <laughs> I would love it. Everybody in auction would be like, who is this guy? Was, well, I mean, that's like the first few weeks of Goldberg on Nitro. Like, yeah. who is this guy? Forget everybody in Oxford. Everybody in Starkville. Nobody yeah. nobody even know who he was. Yeah. Another one from the Allegheny uh, Boys Tennis Program. Should Fairweather State fans be forced to watch every MSU game from 1983 to 85, 87 to 90, 95, and 2001 to 2006? This year is not ideal, but I appreciate you guys looking at the long-term leech data and not freaking out. Vote Hey Dad Coleman in 2024. First off, we will not run. <laughs> and if elected, we will not serve. <laughs> Uh, He's kind of saying what I said a minute ago about uh, yeah using your season tickets to was that Brian CTP that asked that question earlier anyway whoever it was yeah that asked the no question. that was uh, Whit, Whit McAnally Whit McAnally uh, anyway he's trying to say the same thing there yeah roll around in the mud while state stinks so you can enjoy yeah. it when they don't honestly I promise it's it's been worse yeah you know one bad season is not great four in a row is something that I, I've done many times in my life. All of those, all of those things he just mentioned, I was here for. Four in a row, shoot the first decade of this century for the most part was yeah. No, you're right. You're other right. than like that 2007 random. Well, yeah, semester. 01 to 08, state had one winning season, and there, and there was you a, could throw 09 in there because they had yeah, still had yeah. a losing season. And, and look, yeah, well, I was gonna say well, the thing with 09 was you felt like they were improving coming out. You never it. felt that way. Yeah. And I mean, they these weren't five and six years. Was it three and eight? Three and eight. Two and ten, or three and nine, two and ten, three and eight, three and eight, uh, seven and seven and five, four and eight. Yeah, I mean, what Vandy, bad years. What Vandy is now, yeah. Mississippi State was for five, six years in a row. Yeah. Jared Gardner, why is it hard for me to accept that Nick Fitz has been my favorite quarterback at State? I love Dak, and I still do, but there was something about Nick that made me cheer harder for him. First off, I'm not going to tell you who to love. You love who you love. But secondly... There's nothing wrong with Nick Fitzgerald being your favorite quarterback. No, dude was. If you made me make a list of the toughest players, tougher than I ever a two dollar stake. He may be number one for sure. I mean, it, and here's the thing: is like you know he wasn't as talented as Dak, but he still did all of those great things. He beat Ole Miss twice, something Dak Prescott did not do. I mean, there's there's plenty of good reasons. And would have beat him three times. Would have beaten him three times. No question in my mind about it. 
got an itchy nose today. People who see me must think I'm, a, like, I'm the biggest cocaine addict of all time. I'm always scratching my nose. <laughs> all right. Uh, the Everton Gator. Whoever could that be? Who? 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 Will you guys come to a Royal Rumble with me at Tropicana Field? Is that where the next Royal Rumble is? I, I don't know that that's been officially announced, mm-hmm. but that has been the... For next year? For this coming January. Yeah, no. Not this year. Not not in January. But I would like to eventually. I'd, I would love to go to a Royal Rumble, but I'm going to give this uh, this virus a little more time. See, I, I don't... I mean, I'd wear my mask and wouldn't feel the least bit uncomfortable. I mean, well, how many people are they going to let in there? I well, know. I don't know, but I, I don't think they're just going to cram it shoulder to shoulder. Let's let them all in, damn it. <laughs> That's probably his eye. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we go up here to state games with 15,000 people we, there. We don't. We're sitting in the press box. We are isolated from all that. Six feet away from just about everybody. Well, I mean, I, I assume that there's going to be a little bit of social distancing at this thing where you could be pretty much six I, feet I'm away just saying, I, I, I would be a little concerned this year. I'll say this. If I didn't have... Don't, don't shame me, bro. Well, I'm not. I, I said I would be masked and whatnot, but if I could, if I didn't have a, a wife and three kids under the age of four, my rear end would have been in Arlington, Texas for the NLCS a month or two ago. Okay. Like, I, I just... I don't know. I guess I just... I'm, I'm not much of a let's lock up in the house for a year I mean, kind of deal. What you're I, saying. I'm aware wear a mask and be prudent. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not locked up in the house. I'd go places, but I don't think I would want to go to a big event like that right now. That's teach their own. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying. I got I'm some on the other uh, end. some COVID uh, pre-existing conditions that you don't have too. <laughs> All right, rhymes with corbidly mobese. <laughs> so I try but you're to, a healthy guy, though. I mean, I feel healthy, but you never know. Uh, Rob Hadaway, one more from him. What 1985 wrestling promotion would Will Muschamp be a mid-carder in, and who would he be feuding with? Also, would he have a manager, and if so, who? I thought about this. So he's definitely in the National Wrestling Alliance, (laughs) right? He is a member of the Paul Jones family. He's teaming up with Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer. So you've got Boom Muschamp and Mad Mad Dog Dog Buzz Sawyer. They're ta- and they're tagging up against probably the Raging Bull Manny Fernandez and Thunderbolt Patterson. <laughs> yeah, you put a lot I put, of thought, I put some thought into it. So, uh, Sheldon Nations wants to know what month will MSU play its first baseball game in 2021? February, I think. I think baseball has a chance to get off without much of a hit. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, I'll be interested to see if the same schedule keeps because I, I don't know if, if State will. Maybe they'll play in Globe Life Park in Arlington to start like they were kind of originally supposed to. We still haven't seen an official right, schedule. Right, right. But, I mean, I, I do kind of feel like they could go ahead and start in February because you think February baseball, it's not like Duty Noble's jam-packed anyway. Right, right, right. And and it, by the end... The biggest question for them is figuring out what they're doing in the outfield. Well, and some of this, too, this vaccine news the last week or two, I mean, by then, a lot of folks may have been vaccinated. And some of this may be... Starting to, hopefully, to end. I, I don't know. We'll see. But I, I do feel like if you made me guess today, the first game will be played in February. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Shaw Life Forever says, "I'm not. I'm sure this is not the first time Mike Leach has seen the rush three drop eight. Do you know you guys know if this was successful at all against it at Washington State and Texas Tech? Guys, this is the first year in Mike Leach's career he's not going to finish in the top ten in passing yards. I think, or at least maybe since his first year at Texas Tech." Yes, he's seen this defense before. Yes, he's been successful against it. It's just not working here. 
due to some personnel issues more than anything. I think it's personnel issues more than anything else. Oh, I do too. I, I think that if you ranked why it's not working, number one is easily the personnel is not doing what it needs to do. Okay. Gil Manclang wants us to – he wants Mike rankings. Of course, here on Thunder and Lightning and back to the B&B show, we have done Bruce rankings and Ronald rankings. The first ever Mike rankings. I don't like all of his choices, though. I think there are better mics available. Because mics also give, have to give you – do we have to have people who are just Mike, or can we put a Michael in there? I mean, it's his question, so I guess I have to – Well, here's Mike. his top five here. He's got Mike Conley Jr., Mike Tyson, Mike Piazza, Mike Ditka, Mike Krzyzewski. Tyson's one. Tyson's one. I will not – I'm not going in on that, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I say Ditka two. two. Yeah, yeah. Krzyzewski three. I'm, I'm with you. Piazza four. And nice. Conley Jr. is five. The only reason I want to put Piazza five is just because I associate the Mets. With I associate him with the Dodgers. Piazza. Yeah, but, well, but he okay. is a better. He's a Hall of Fame catcher. That, yeah, yeah. We'll let him. Now, if we were to add some Michaels, who would we want to add? Michael Keaton. Sure. I put him at two. I mean, you're, you're Batman. He so. was bat. He is Batman. Yeah. Um, other Michaels. Michael Landon. <laughs> Highway to Heaven. <laughs> little House not, on the Prairie. I, little House on the Prairie. Great Michael actor. Scott. Michael Scott is on the list. Yeah, for sure. The Archangel Michael. Um, <laughs> Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Oh my God. Some somebody's been screaming at the radio while we were doing this. Like, yes. Jordan. Yeah. So, okay. So if we if we put Michaels in, Jordan's ahead of Tyson. Yes. All right. So then, real quick, then Jordan, Tyson, Keaton, Scott. Ditka. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good with that. There's your Mike rankings. Trout right. could be somewhere on this list. Ooh, too. Mike Mike Trout should probably be on here ahead of Mike Conley Jr., to be honest with you. That's a good point. Uh, Jeremy Murdoch, can we opt out of watching the 2020 Egg Bowl and instead watch the alternate universe upside-down version with Schrader and Hill on offense? Gosh. I would tell you right now, I would put State as like a 21-point favorite. With the Moorhead offense with Hill and Schrader. If this exact team that State has right now, yeah. let's say Ole Miss did hire Lane Kiffin, but State did not make a move. So you have Joe Moorhead versus Lane Kiffin, mm-hmm. which means Bob Shoup is still here as the defensive coordinator. Okay. Are you favoring State? Yes. I am too. Of course, I, Shoup was handicapped last year. I think he'd be fine this year. Obviously, the defense is more talented than we thought it was going to be. Um, yeah, I'd be fine. What we don't know here a little bit is, you know, there's been a lot of talk the last few days of culture, culture issues and yeah. things. Yeah. Would that have continued to t- deteriorate Maybe. under Moorhead? But as they showed up but, and played on game day, you know, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Harlow Gold wants to know, if we could go back in time, which period would you choose? People say this all the time. I don't know that I would go back. I, I sort of like the conveniences of modern life. I mean, am I going to go back to a time when there's not internet? Right, I can't just look on my phone if and I figure out whatever go, I want. If I could go back in time to a year, it may be 2019. Yeah, that might be just, it. Where we basically have everything we have now minus We're, the Our biggest the concern Roman. was, you know, God, they lost to Tennessee. Yeah. That was our biggest concern. Uh, Kurt wants to know, uh, what would be considered a real good outcome for this year's men's basketball team? Invitation to the NIT? More? I think if they were somehow on the bubble, they ended up in the NIT, but they were just in the conversation in March, that would be fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is the only... 
because you were mentioning earlier about this season and and what if it's a bad year that is that just missing the NIT is, is that kind of yeah as long as they get to the NIT are you kind of like well that kind of makes sense I think if they were I mean maybe even in the NIT bubble you know if they were like seventeen and thirteen or something like that and they just missed the NIT barely yeah that would be okay I think. Uh, Leroy Jenkins wants to know why do people say this is a good question? Why do people say that Leach needs time to bring in his guys when in week one we prove we can throw catch and run? Feels like a narrative, doesn't it? It's got a little narrative feel to it. You know, between that and oh, the culture, there's a narrative in play. Yeah, it's a good question. You got an answer? Well, week one was so different because you, I, I, I understand that, but obviously it can work. Obviously, you had the players, but you need to have players that can run it against two different, I guess, systems. I guess. I, I, I'm, I'm so trying that's to not the players then. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, has there ever been an MSU team in more need of those extra bowl practices than this one? No, they need them badly. I don't think they're going to get there though. Andrew Simmons, a first-time, long-time for the Rumblings. Welcome, my friend. Uh, does the media's love of Kiffin actually help State? If trends continue, seems like their affection for him could cover up their lack of success in wins and losses and or deterioration on the field. Feels like Kiffin is like eating donuts for breakfast. Great in the moment, but by lunch you're exhausted and looking for someone else, something for substance. That's one way to look at it, I guess. Yeah. But another way to look at it is if the media continues the love affair, that's free publicity for yeah, Ole Miss that's, every That's how I would look at it. It's, it's actually it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing at all. Um, and the darnest thing is, and we've had a, we had a question or two last week that kind of said this. Man, I like Lane Kiffin. Like, yeah. it, he's fun to watch. Yeah. Fun to was nice enough to us at the Capitol. That yeah, day. yeah. So. Um. Will facts or more detailed rumors about the poor culture and situation behind the curtain under Moorhead come to light eventually, or does it go the way of the Canizero situation? I mean, if you've been reading message boards, there's been a lot of that stuff starting to come out. But again, I feel like that is sort of narrative-driven. They're trying to make you think that you know, these culture issues weren't being brought up in the, in the in January and February. They were talking about how great everybody was buying in to what Mike Leach was doing with the midnight maneuvers. You saw those videos from MSU all the time. And you weren't hearing about them during the summer, you know, when the team was getting together and having these meetings out at the Unity Park. Yep. Looked like everybody was on the same page. And you certainly didn't hear about them after LSU, but now after five losses in a row, or, you know, I guess it was five losses in a row, you're starting to hear about them. So, Yeah, if State was four and two, five wouldn't and have one, these issues. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't be hearing about any of this. No, no question. Um, this is sort of a similar question. We got earlier, but Matthew Anthony, best example of the Montreal screw job that's happened in sports. So, is there one where you're just like, I, th- I think the Russian thing was, is definitely one. Is there one where you're just like, he obviously got screwed? <laughs> the pass interference thing with your Saints, the Saints. is one of them. And the them. infield fly. But again, that doesn't feel like there was like a head official, like, ring the bell. So, I don't know. That's a good one. Yeah. I The the Arkansas Auburn game this year. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Because it literally changed the result. Of yeah, that. and the the SEC came out and said they did it. <laughs> <laughs> they said they messed up. So that's a good one. Hunter Manis wants to know if you were offered ten million dollars, but the person you despise the most in the world got fifty million and moved next door to you, 
would you take it? Yes. So the person who is the person you despise the most in the world? I can't wait to find out. I'm not gonna tell you mine. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even know. But you got to live next door to the person you hate the most on Earth, and they got more money than you. But I've still got you got ten million to take great. care of me and mine and my family for generations. I, I so, guess you're right. So I, I could, I would take it, but boy, it, it, I would think long and hard about it. To be honest with you. Right. And I mean, I, you still got ten million, so I could still build a fence tall enough. I don't got to look at him mm. ever. I would just buy a, a sniper. Be like, yeah, I swear, if you even look over here. <laughs> Ford Polk wants to know: Do you scroll up or down in Twitter? Uh, scroll I mean, up. yeah, yeah. Well, some people like go back through the day and stuff. I'm, I'm not one of those people. Well, I mean, it just kind of depends on where I'm at. Yeah. Too. I mean, if. If there's a breaking news deal, you know, I'm refreshing and going yeah, up. Yeah, and yeah. So. Uh, is there a minimum amount of yardage to be covered for it to be considered a Hail Mary? I think you got to be at midfield or back. A 48-yard touchdown pass, is that, a, is, that a, is that a Hail Mary? I mean, if you heave it, to me, if you're heaving it up to the end zone, yes. <sighs> okay. So the, from the 40 back, cause, I mean, now we're talking about like a 37-yard, you're not even heaving it at that point. You can just throw it. I always think back to that nine, that that game, uh, 2017 against Alabama. Fitzgerald, like the last play, he heaves it. And he's yeah. on, they're on like the 35, 36 yard. You just need to throw it into the end zone. You didn't need to yeah, heave t- it. To me, it's more of what's happening here in the end zone. Like, are you just throwing it up yeah. in hopes that your receiver can come down with it? Yeah. That's a hail mary. Okay. Uh, well, then I mean, at that point, like a goal line fade with one second left could be a hail mary. See, I, no, because See, it, there's a at that point you're like one on one with somebody in the corner, or, or maybe it's okay. zone coverage. But I'm just there's there is a yardage distance for me to be a hail mary, and the word you use heave is correct. Yes, throws it into the end zone is probably not a hail mary. No, heaves heave, it in, heave in hopes, flings. Because most every hail mary is a throw situation where it's a jump ball in the yeah, end zone. Yeah, kind I agree of with thing. that. Um, did you know that Miami of Ohio has a winning record against Cincinnati? Well, I mean, that's not that big a deal to me. Now, 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 Ford, you're losing me on this one. I mean, these are two mid-major teams. I know Cincinnati has been on a 14-game winning streak, but at one time it was 59-44. So if they win this year, they tie it up. A little bit of the wow factor that's just by how good Cincinnati is this year. Yeah, yeah. But Miami and Ohio recently. used to be a dominant MAC program. So That's it for today. All right, guys. Luke uh, Fickle, by the way. He's going to end up somewhere. He'll end up somewhere. Filling up somewhere. Michigan. Uh, but he's an Ohio he's State, Ohio State. Guy, God, That would be something right there. That would be like, I mean, I don't know who the, the biggest Ole Miss alum coach is right now, like Gunter Brewer in the Mississippi State. It'd be something it's like that. It's kind of why I want, like, if Auburn ever moves on from Gus, I want Dabo to go to Auburn. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Buddy, me and you both. That would be fantastic. Uh, all right, tomorrow's show, we're talking to Palmer Thoms. He, co- he covers Georgia for uh, uh, Dogs 24-7, so we'll have that interview, and we'll start looking ahead to this weekend's game against the uh, the Georgia Bulldogs. Guys, have a great Wednesday. We're back with you on Thursday. For Joel T. Coleman, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.